0: Good evening. Yes. You are now listening to the sounds of Sports Reports Resort. Mr. Logical. Your. 2-5. Tonight. I just want everyone to know. Sports Reports is ordered. Sponsored Pittsburgh Pirates are now in first place. Seven games in a row, 16 and 7. Yes, that is a better record than the Atlanta Braves, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the San Diego Padres. Just throwing that out there. So
1: Pittsburgh, Great City, Great City, check it out. Tell you, check it out. The gym
0: of the Midwest. Tonight. We're going to get into what is a king to a tank. All it takes is one shot to deliver to make that body quiver. We're going to talk about more playoff reactions, because now we got some game fours going on tonight. Jimmy Butler is lighting it up, but the rest of the team leaving them hanging. We're going to get into that. What causes suspensions in the NBA? Because we saw Draymond Green get suspended but then I saw Joel Embiid do some crazy shit I saw James Harden get ejected but you gotta do Joe
1: time. come on
0: Mr. Dumars what's up yeah I didn't did see Dylan business. Brooks you know saying attack the the, the 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 crown jewels I guess you know what I mean and didn't get suspended but Dejounte Murray got suspended for bumping into that rep when Man, I saw Jason Tatum push, push a ref in the same game and guess what folks Iba Udoka is back He's in Houston. Is that going to cause James Harden to come back? Hide your wife?
1: Hide your wife?
0: Hide your wife? And then finally, we're going to cap it off with some fun, interesting NFL draft rumors that we have heard. And then, of course, get it off my chest. So, Mr. Logical, what's happening up in New Jeru's?
1: I'm listening, man. I'm just trying to figure out, like, Remember by the NFL, we're still trying to figure out what's the catch. We're still trying to figure out what's suspension-worthy. Because you talk about pushing refs, Hachimura pushed the ref in the Memphis game. Oh, yeah. in the Memphis Lakers game three game. I mean, depending on what angle you're looking at, it was a situation where the ref jumped in between him and one of the role players. Who yeah, Roddy. Yeah, uh, so he jumped in between them, so I think it might have been maybe instinctive. Like, no, hold on, I'm trying to get the dude, and I can kind of get that. I wouldn't want to yeah. get him suspended, but right, I mean, what is it? Contact is it? Is it contact But you know, whatever? Like, you know, like you know said, a catch, catch, did gotta gotta catch, catch it? it, did he drop it? Like, I mean, what's the catch? What's the
0: penalty? You
2: know, what's I do have suspension? another question what's going on. I do have another question.
0: <clears throat> so, was the thought that Aaron Rodgers is going to win the Super Bowl because he don't have to go through the 49ers anymore?
1: Nah, he still got to perform in the playoffs. That's his Achilles heel. The 49ers <laughs> have just been the latest piece. It is the latest stitch that didn't heal. The dude Yo, the can't last... perform in January, man. It just...
0: The last time that dude won a Super Bowl, I was in, like, year 11 of my 22-year military career.
1: <laughs> Retired, dog. Disability check's coming in. That's the longest it's been. Just saying. I was doing homework on a Sunday night of my bachelor's degree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Raph. Ryan Garcia. Where did it all go wrong?
1: You know what? I'm going to tell you exactly where it went wrong. Something I like to do now, um, something I picked up from Shannon Sharp, is I like to watch I watch games in silence. You know, I watch it. I watch with the volume turned way down. Like even now, I got I highlights in the so background I
0: don't have to hear about LeBron during other games. Yo,
1: I mean they do bring him up a lot. Or like did Vitale, You
0: could be watching. You could be watching Kansas against Iowa State, and out of the blue, he'll be like, "Let me tell you about the Dukies, baby."
1: Yeah, exactly. Just how you brought up LeBron out of nowhere, and i talking about, So, <laughs> 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 but I watched the fight. I had it on a. I had it on my laptop and I, had a bas- I think I had the basketball game going on at the same time. I had something going on on the iPad.
2: Uh-huh. I think it
1: might have been basketball. It was kind of late. I can't remember. But I remember having my TV on, iPad, laptop, and I was watching a fight. And I watched the first round, the typical fill-it-out round, fill-it-out round, Southpaw versus conventional boxer.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And then... I think Ryan thought he had something and he came out a little aggressive, kind of like old boy Romello did when in the round when he got knocked out.
2: Yeah.
1: Um and I was watching Tank and I was like, okay, he's jumping on Tank. He's using his height, he's using his length. And then Tank was like, All right, I see you coming. Then whap! caught him with the left hook. So when he caught him with the left hook and he got up. And his, his demeanor was different. I was like, well, that's $50. I'll never see again because I put $50 <laughs> on Garcia. And as soon as he got hit, and it wasn't like I thought he was going to get knocked out. You know, I just knew that he they had to the fill-out round. Then the second round, he was, you know, I, I don't know what this, the count was. Maybe it was two minutes into the, you know, two minutes into the second round. But I thought he was winning the second round. And then when he got dropped, it was quick. But I could tell his demeanor, I think for the rest of that second round, he was like, all right, let me just chill because it's already a 10-9 round for Tank at that point. So it was like, even if maybe he thought he won the first round, it was a 10-9 round as soon as he hit the campus. So he probably was thinking like, you know what? Let me jog it out, jab, 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 get to my corner and right. see what they said. And I think his corner, like I said, I had the sound off. I'm thinking it's something like it had to be some kind of competition where they told him to kind of go back to filling it out. Right. Watching it, watching it, you know, paying attention to it like this. I was sitting in front of my laptop in my chair that I'm sitting in right now. The fight wasn't that exciting to me. As if you watch it without sound, without the, the, the crowd getting hyped up over a missed left hook. If you watch it on silent, you're like, it didn't even look like their other fights. Mm-hmm. It just looked like they did the filling out thing for a while, and then Tank kept grabbing and, like, spinning them around, like, on purpose, and I was like, all right, is that a strategy? Is that something just to frustrate them to make Yeah, him- I was like, what? yeah, I make was him, confused by that. Him, to make him step into another one, or was Ryan really hurting him, and he was like, well, let me do this because he's really connecting, because Ryan had to reach, he had the hype Tank is right in front of you, like tank, like he's right there because he's small. He was a smaller opponent. He had to get close. So I was just, I was just, I was curious of uh, the strategy. And then as I was watching the fight, like I said, with no sound, watching the fight, it was like it didn't look as exciting. Even the end with the with the liver shot, which is probably a dangerous and a, a very calculated, very smart boxing punch. It didn't, it was kind of lackluster. So I thought Ryan was gonna stand up. And I was like, you, you know what it, it know? reminded me
0: of? It reminded me of Trinidad or
1: Oh Dela caught one, right? Yes,
0: yeah, that's yep.
1: Bernard happened,
0: re- yeah. And I remember they asked Bernard after the fight. They were like, you know, hey, like, did you know it was over? And he said, I knew it was over. And and they were like, how? And he was like, because when I hit him, I just heard him go oof. And you know, he was like, I just knew it was over. So they said
1: Tank. They said Tank's face had the same expression. Like, yeah, he was like, do he's done. I got that one through. That right. one was solid. I he felt all of that. He was like, "Yeah."
0: So, so first it. of all, so first of all, I'm gonna say pause before I say this. My takeaway from the fight was, once Ryan felt tank, he ain't want to feel him no more. You pause. know, because well, you remember you were talking about when we uh, did our preview for the fight. You were talking about how you watched. Uh, I think it was Shakur Stevenson, and he was talking about this thing that Ryan Garcia does with his head. You yeah, know, right? him
1: and uh, him and Tank were having like a conversation somewhere. It was like a it was it was like a barbershop kind of uh, wasn't an environment, but it was like a barbershop kind of conversation. Yeah, I don't know what they I don't know if they were on each other's lives, but I think that's when Ryan first started calling out Tank. Yeah, I'm gonna call it three years ago, probably around either on the tail end of COVID or right, right around then. But it was it was recent enough to where live was like a big thing
0: yeah so i remember you you brought that up so you know as this fight was going on i was looking for that you know i was looking for this weird motion but what i saw but what i saw was whenever tank would throw something it didn't even necessarily have to be a power punch but if he threw something that made you think a little bit ryan kept like turning his body and like he kept like balling up a little bit like and like turn yeah yeah it was weird like you know what i mean he caught that hook well well, you know, so 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 after he so, caught
1: that first hook, he so, yeah, I think you shut him down.
0: So I didn't understand because Gar I felt like Garcia never switched up his cadence, if you will. Like, so he would like throw a jab and then he would just kind of like roll around for like another 30 seconds waiting for another opening. He wouldn't like do double jabs or he wasn't like, here's a jab, and then I'm gonna sneak this around. It was just like literally, he would just throw one or two punches and then he would just kind of retreat and just kind of hold off for a little bit so in my thoughts i was like well maybe he's trying to figure out tank's pattern and how tanks coming at him but i don't think that was it i think that tank hit him a couple of times and he was just like what have i got myself into
1: so as a different kind of fight
0: yeah So, so as the fight went on and you brought it up where like there were a few times where it looked like uh maybe garcia had hurt tank or i don't even think he hurt him i think it was just more like Tank was just shocked. Like, how did that get through? Like, cause there was one good shot that I thought Garcia had and um, Tank was up against the ropes. I think it might've been round six. He was up against the ropes a little bit. He took the shot, but after he took it, he just like stepped forward anyway. Like he didn't even like guard up or like anything. He took the shot and he just came forward. So I was like, well, maybe Tank has figured out that maybe Garcia hit him with a stiff shot or a power shot and he just ate it like you know as Cameron would say was like, it was a oh. scooby snack yeah and you know so 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 um so then i think it matter yeah i i feel you on that
1: one cuz i think i think after like you said he felt tank pause he he didn't let loose and tank knew it yeah tank knew he was like this dude's not going to throw a five or six punch combination he's not going to run punches together because he saw me slip that left hand through whatever guard he had. So when you when you brought up the whole him kind of tightening up and turning his whole body, tank was a southpaw. So trying to get your foot on the inside of the outside. Well, you got a smaller guy. He was like, Well, I already tested his chin with his left hook. So I think he kept stepping inside of Ryan's, like in, in his bubble. So that's when he would get too close. He just would grab. He was like, okay, right. I stepped in. I couldn't get this left hand off. I'm gonna just grab, spin him around, frustrate them, the ref would separate us, and I'll try to do it again. So as I'm watching the fight in silent, I was like, it's like they each one of them kept doing the same thing, and it's like it felt like round one just was repeating itself.
0: Right. And what's that thing? You know, Mike Tyson, you know, like everybody got a plan They're until they get until hit. They
1: get, hit them up. Yeah, so
0: so so when I was looking at Garcia. I don't think there was a plan B. Like, I I feel like his camp trained him a certain way. Like, this is how the fight is going to go. And then they never did alternative plans or, but if Tank does this instead, or when he zigs, you zag. Like, I don't feel like there was any of that. Like, I feel like Garcia came into the fight with a set game plan. Maybe Tank didn't give him what he was looking for. And he just didn't know how to react, you know? I I
1: think they had a plan. And it was the Mike Tyson philosophy. Everybody got a plan to get hit in the mouth. I think the plan was to fill him out in the first round and then to use his size and speed to pressure Tank. Yeah. And then Tank was like, all I need is one shot. Cause that's what he was talking about in that live. When I think it was like either Shakur Stevenson or, or, or Steve, like Shakur Haney or Stevenson. I think it was Stevenson. He was like, man, the way he stick his chin because Ryan would do this. He was sticking yeah. his chin up. But I think against in this fight, he kept it down. The problem was Tank stepped inside of it, right? And caught him with the left hook. So it was like Ryan probably had a plan of, like, listen, I'm not a boxing analysis, but I imagine that because he didn't do that. Because I've watched a lot of his highlights, like his highlights, a lot of Instagram stuff. Because I watched probably more highlights of Ryan Garcia, and even like fights, because most of his fights are like one or two rounds, maybe three. Um, you well, you
0: remember that preview, was my takeaway yeah. when we were previewing the fight. I felt that he was—I mean, admirable because we want to see his fights. But my point that I brought up when we were talking about it was: I think that he needed like three or four more fights before this fight. Like, I don't it think was he was ready. Like for this Canelo
1: fight. fighting Floyd Mayweather a little too early because yeah, we, we we needed a fight. Have, yeah. We need a fight. Yeah, we proverbial. We needed a fight to sell Vegas, and it was like this is the fight. It was like, listen, the car is ready to race. We don't have a nod system in it yet, but it's ready to race.
0: Yeah, so I think he was like win, maybe I, it's not. I think he came in 24 0, or twenty four and yeah. yeah, 23 zero. Yeah, twenty three and zero. So, so, so that's where like initially I had felt. But
1: Tank was only twenty eight and zero. But I think, but I
0: think, but I think when you when you peel it back, like I think, how can I word this? I think Tank fought better fighters i guess than garcia fought you know um
1: i think they all probably fought
0: i think take
1: probably had a few more championship headlight headlining yeah. yeah fights even though i think the talent might not have been like they weren't they they were they weren't fighting a bunch of world champions on their resume
2: right right right, right.
1: i think the Devontae was defending his belt more and, and fighting a little bit more. And you know, sometimes it works out to where you got you have the guy who doesn't have a lot of fights, and he goes up against the guy with fights, and it works out. You had it with you know Fury Wilder. Wilder uh-huh. had a bunch of fights, and I think Fury had a couple of championship fights, and I think he had some big fights, so it was like okay we need this fight to happen even though if you broke it down before the fight happened if you did like some kind of scoring like okay well you look at their last 15 fights and you gave an you know a plus fighter for like like grading a a resident like grading a like uh, some class assignments all right these guys are a fighters these guys are b fighters these guys are c's these and that's whatever right and if somebody ran all those numbers it might have been like yeah we don't think this guy's ready for this fight because of that. Or oh, this guy's not ready for this fight because he hasn't fought enough people. But as a fan, I needed to see Wilder uh Fury. As a fan, we needed to see Garcia Davis. Like the right. fight had to happen. Right. And now we gotta see Haney Davis.
2: Yeah, or Stevenson. Okay.
1: Or Steve, like these fights now, they have
0: well no. I really want to see I really want to see, really see Haney, but, but Haney's gotta get through Lomachenko first.
1: True indeed. But even if we if we don't get the Haney Davis, then we get the Lomachenko Davis, or we get right Davis. Right. We got these fights have to happen. They can't and they gotta happen this year. We need a fight in October. You know what it reminds me of? We we gotta get we gotta get a fight in October. You know what it reminds me of? It, it reminds me group of people, players. It Google reminds
0: fighters. me. It reminds me of when we were tiny, tiny kids. You know, Sugar Ray, Tommy Hearns, Hagler. Like you just had this round robin. Like we all got to get it in. Got to fight. You got go
1: to get it. So you got this one in April. Somebody, you got to get either. You got to get the the Garcia Davis rematch. Maybe, maybe that people might rock with that. Like I said, I personally, I didn't think the fight was that. They seem real friendly afterwards. I don't know how that I works.
0: Th- I think I think uh, Garcia needs to go back and fight Zepeda or somebody like that. Like he needs Gar- a, no, Gar- he needs a tune up. He Gar- needs a up.
1: Garcia could be the new McGregor. He can lose a couple <laughs> I think he has because he has the he 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 has like the 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 face and the aura because he caught a mean body shot and right, everyone right. talked about that body shot. Like, yo, I saw a doctor break it down on Facebook. He was like, listen, he was and he talked about the the ribs getting to the liver and then the lactic acid that comes from here just kind of that's why he could take a couple of steps back and then your body just shuts down. So yeah, because like, he
0: even threw a couple of punches, he threw and a then, couple, and it was, and he like, was just like whoa, 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 whoa.
1: she's like, I, I can't do it. And, no moss. So it's like as a doctor breaking that down, I was like, Okay, well, he he wasn't overmatched, he just got caught with a mean shot. De La Hoya caught it. I mean, that's his promoter. We still consider De La Hoya a legend, right. But what has to happen is you got to take these egos. You got to go ahead and lead them in the parking lot. Everybody that's hot right now, between Haney, Stevenson, Lemachenko, Davis, uh, Garcia.
0: And you
2: still got Teo Feo,
0: Lopez out there, yeah.
1: You, y'all you got to make these fights. So we need a September fight. We need an October fight. And we need a December fight. So who, which one of you guys going to make these fights happen?
0: Yeah, so that was the other like, thing that I was a little concerned if about. You keep
1: it going, then you can get you can get the Floyd Mayweather move when you get single Mayo.
0: Right. and See, that was the other thing I was concerned about because Tank's fight was so recent. You know that I thought that could be a thing, but you know what I mean? Because he went 9 rounds with um uh name slipping me right now. Uh Was that Romela Rome- No, 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 it was um uh, I think it was another Garcia. An it was Hector Garcia.
1: It was Hector Garcia. I thought he knocked him out, and then he did the Romero fight. No, he did the he guy did, he caught with the uppercut.
0: He did Romero, like, he and then and then he did Garcia. I, I believe in January because remember he quit like in the ninth round and said he couldn't see.
1: Okay, I remember. Yeah, so, the so ball, that was the, the fight. ball so, Hispanic guy. Yeah,
0: or... yeah, the ball. I think his name was Garcia as well. Um, Hector Garcia. But but that was the thing where like the fights were so close together. That's where I was a little concerned for Tank of you know maybe. So, so that could now, be an
1: issue. Now Tank takes on, what is it, Haney-Lomachenko?
0: Yeah, you know, the Haney-Lomachenko the Haney, winner because they fight next month. They fight in okay. May.
1: So whatever their record is, I don't care whatever the record is, whoever wins that fight, I need the winner Lemonchenko Lomachenko-Haney to yep. fight Davis in October. Right. And then Garcia. It,
2: and Stevenson. So
1: Haney, Haney wins. I mean, Haney wins. He fights Davis in October. Okay. You give me Garcia and Lemarchenko in November. Okay. Just do it. I don't care what belts are on the line. Just get the fight. It's because you need you need to keep getting these fights out, and then you can get another one in April between Stevenson and Davis or Shakur, and then you can get whoever the better of those options are. You can get them on a Cinco de Mayo, Floyd Mayweather, right? Graham, Grand May fifth weekend fight. Like right. that's what they because that that basically that that weight class between you know one thirty and one forty. However, they're going to fight it out. You'll have April twenty twenty three. You'll have May twenty twenty three. You'll have October twenty twenty three. November twenty twenty three, and April, May, twenty twenty four. Those are six fights of your weight class, and every single fight is going to increase the buzz of your fighter. Right. And that way you can headline.
0: And then this can be the new golden era of boxing.
1: That's the Roy Jones Bernard Hopkins sixty forty. I whoop. you ever see that? Interview? Yeah, sixty interview? forty. I whoop your ass. 60, 40, whoop your ass. <laughs> sixty four. That whoop your ass. Yeah, because Roy I was like, I beat long- you before. He was like sixty four. that beat out I will whoop your
0: ass. Sixty that whoop your ass. I wanted, like,
1: Yeah. I couldn't wait for that fight. Roy Jones. I'm with still, I'm still out him here waiting
0: that. on. I'm still waiting on Spence and Bud. You know, and you know, and while we waiting on that, I'm gonna let everybody know. Jimmy Butler has thirty one of the Heat's sixty five points. Only problem is they're down by ten. Ten. <laughs> to, to Milwaukee, it's a game. Is, is eight now because Bam Adebayo. Just just got the shot, and he's going to the free throw line for the and-one opportunity. But we got 527 left in the third quarter. That's the Walkie's up got that eight.
1: LeBron chair.
0: Yeah. Yeah, his back hurt, you know. But, he, got that, uh, he
1: got that LeBron chair. You know, LeBron checked that thing, everything. When he goes yeah. to, like, Bronny's AAU games, he yeah. had a dude carrying it, like a little thing for his back.
0: Yeah, uh, so yeah, So Giannis uh, has seven in his return. I saw Fury Ruiz. Yes. is an official now, yes. And, you know, in all these years, I've been waiting for uh, Deontay and, 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 and Joshua. And Joshua, yes. Give me that fight. I've, I've been, been waiting no like belt. five years
1: for that. I'm trying to get the Revolutionary War Part 2 popping. <laughs> I already got it promoted. You're going to have one dude dressed like George Washington, one dude dressed like King George on Delaware on the boat, whatever. You know, shout yeah. out to Crispus Addicts. Because if you think about it. Christmas addicts. I saw that. But I was at a trivia night last week and couldn't get that answer right. Uh, I was so upset. But if you if you think about it, it's like you have these opportunities just to make the fight. Just make the fight. UFC was big with this. UFC. You can be eighteen and nine, and a dude can be twenty-one and know with a belt. Yeah, you can be in the crowd and be like, "Yo, I will whoop your ass and get a fight." Sign so- it
0: yeah like Chelsea was know. getting title shots Sonnen, all over the place man, that dude
1: was doing nothing but talking shit, doing real hey where, where my man titles came titles. from
0: where, where my man came from what was his name uh Wyman or weedman that uh that that fought uh um, anderson silver when and, anderson silver broke his, his leg.
1: leg yeah it was like where this dude came from he just came he off the did. street he did the exact same thing. He broke his leg the same way to lose a fight. Yeah. Literally. But, but, he, but I'm talking the about. Same kick. He broke it like in a, in yeah, a I remember. fight after that. It was he recent, broke, like in I the last like, two years. Was, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Broke his leg the same way.
0: And it was weird because, like, dude, like, literally had, like, the whole Rocky thing coming on. Like, I ain't know who he was. He just showed up with the American flag. It was like, yo, yo he was in the Air Force. And then it was like, yo, Apollo Creed, son. And then, you know. Like, Patriots
1: <laughs> <of> the <cells. laughs> But we need it. We we need it. Like I said, I bet on Garcia. Typically, we talked about the great white hype and how boxing and fight are pretty much. It's kind of a given that you're gonna you you're allowed to pick along racial lines. Like remember Peter McNeely? Yeah. When he to fight Mike? Yeah. I had a better chance to fight Mike. I think I might have been nine years old during that fight.
2: Yeah, the Irish, the Irish you know. hope. Yeah, I mean, like mm-hmm. he not even
1: have a good haircut. Yeah. And you go to a ring or nothing like that. But yeah, yeah. so, so boxing, yo. either I need to go ahead and start my own entertainment thing and make it pop, or y'all do it for me so we can talk about it on podcast next Where'd year. Where
0: Canello been at? Speaking of which, because you brought him up, where he been?
1: After he beat Triple G, he realized he was like, "What's the point of me doing this?" Well,
0: he lost his next fight after that, you know. So That's like, no. Canelo? Yeah, he Triple lost G? the he lost the plant, right? Nah, he beat plant. Oh, not Plant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was the wrong guy. Plant uh,
1: lost. Plant lost his last fight. I think it was to Canelo.
0: Okay. No, it was B-Ball. That's who we lost to. Who was that? Let's see. Yeah, he lost to B-Ball. Um, you know, then I don't think I've seen him since. Like, I, I haven't seen him do any interviews. I haven't seen him, like, you know, I haven't heard his name mentioned. Like, I mean, I know that Plant wanted a rematch, you know, but I haven't really heard his name out there because you know he was like the face of boxing for a long time you know where like canelo was one of those dudes where like you had to knock him out because if it was any type of close fight you wasn't gonna get that victory you know unless and,
1: you're mayweather
0: you know because you could ask triple g about that one because i thought triple g won those first two fights against i just
1: thought canelo as a redheaded mexican was not a good marketing plan just didn't work
0: i know and i don't want no he damn
1: irish he looked irish he didn't speak much english
0: And I don't want no damn Tecante beer either, you know, saying none of that stuff, you know, saying, but anyway, (laughs) but anyway, you know, we talked about Jimmy Butler, you know, the heat are down 13 now. So Raph, we got to switch it up. Last week we were asking, are the Warriors in trouble? Are the Kings in trouble now?
1: I saw something today that De'Anne Fox broke the tip of his finger.
0: Yeah, fractured, on a shooting hand. Fractured the tip of his shooting hand or shooting yeah, so,
1: finger. So, so it's a wrap. It's a wrap for them. You know what I'm confused valiant.
0: about?
1: It was a valiant effort.
0: Uh, you know what yeah. I'm confused about? I'm confused about why DeMontis Sabonis doesn't try to pull Draymond away from the basket more. Like, it if seems like... Sabonis can't shoot. But, no, he don't even got to shoot, but just be in the high post and set up some pick and roll, do something. Because, like, because, like – cause They, they like, guard him
1: if like they guard Draymond. You're not going to shoot from 15 feet.
0: But he literally, like, he will not take a shot unless it's from, like, two feet.
1: Exactly. The, Draymond, <laughs> it's the way they was – the way teams were guarding Russ, Draymond, who else got – that dude Tillman from Memphis, they give him that same treatment where it's like –
2: I know, but I after mean, all this, if if
0: if after twenty sixteen, if Harrison Barnes can take some jumpers, anybody can take a jumper.
1: Yeah, and Harrison Barnes is out there shooting like somebody paid him to shave points.
0: I don't know why the Kings that, didn't uh, call timeout on. I mean, I, I'm sorry, I don't know why the Kings called timeout. I thought they should have just took the ball and ran it down Golden State's throat because Steph tried to give them a a Chris Webber hookup.
1: Yo. It's weird how, like, okay, for instance, if De'Aaron Fox just turns and shoots and makes that jumper, time expires. Golden State's down 3-1. It's only happened a couple of times in the playoffs where team came back from 3-1, and they're down 3-1 going back to Sacramento. Granted, Sacramento's, like, right up the block from where they play. It's not a part. It's not like they're going from... San Francisco. They hey, they still had
0: they still didn't win there in the first two games of this series.
1: They can all they can get eight helicopters and get all these dudes from from the chase arena to Sacramento in 25 minutes. So it's yeah. not like you're not even in the time zone. Your family probably already in Sacramento. They probably beat traffic because it's late. Like they're not going that far. It's just a different <laughs> the, the seats are painted a different color. Right. But going up three, one and now it's one one one. So it's one, and you go back, and you go back. Because I remember the the Miami Heat, Dallas Mavericks was two, three, two.
0: Well, that, that was just for the finals, though. The regular series, like the 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 rounds prior to the finals were still we're the one-one one.
1: Yeah. One, okay, one-one one. Okay. Yeah, that was Great. just for the finals. So now they're you know, so Golden State's down three-one and they go back to Sacramento, you might be able to close it out. But being two two And now your best player is injured. And the Golden State Warriors are a scrappy team. Yes. Have they been fortunate to get the the injury bug for the other team? Yes. But it happened to them in the finals when everybody got injured on their team. Right. And the Raptors won the championship. It happens. Jordan's championship, Magic was hurt. Kareem was old. I mean, it's like, it happens. There's advantages to just playing this game, good, bad, or indifferent. But the Kings are in trouble. They're in trouble because unless you expect Malink Monk to play the De'Aaron Fox role, long arm, point guard from Kentucky, getting everybody involved, because Clay, Steph, Draymond, Jordan Poole, I think Jordan Poole probably has the longest, I mean, for lack of a better word, I don't want to say leash, but the longest leash of any bench player <laughs> in the league. Like he can he can go out there and play like Steph and only get 12 points for the whole game and Steph will get 32. And Steve Kerr is happy with Jordan, what Jordan Poole did because he played aggressive.
0: Yeah, I think Jordan Poole is like literally the new drug dealer on the block that's like. I'm taking Steph's spot. Like he, he really thinks that like he's better James than Steph.
1: Paul has a safety deposit box with some uh, compromising photos <laughs> of the front office, Steve Kerr, some text messages, because you know he averaged less points off the bench this year than Russ, right? Yes.
0: And, yeah, and he shoots a, well. I mean, granted, it was by point a, one. It was by point one, but Russ was a better three point shooter this season too.
1: Yeah, and Russ was a terrible three point shooter for most of the year until he got to the Clippers and he played thirteen games and had like thirty six percent from three. So Jordan Poole has had a a less product, productive offensive season than Russ, but the way they allow him to play, it's like whatever. Just go out there and do. Go out there and do you. And if you can get us 20, we're good. But if you only get us 12 and Steph Curry gets six minutes or 15-minute real-life minutes of rest, we're good with that. Because if they take him out, say, I don't know what the time is. Say they take him out with, like, two and a half minutes left in the first. Right. You get your, you got your TV time out of, like, seven and some change. You get him out of the game at, like, nine minutes in the first. He sits until about the – seven or eight minute mark in a second if you can keep it close that's like 15 or 20 minutes where he's just like chilling on the bench jordan Poole out there acting a donkey doing whatever he <laughs> wants with the ball and they leave clay out there to be like and clay's like all right dog you now give it to dre so drake can bounce me this ball like can shoot this three yeah i just think that they believe that no matter what the circumstance every single batch of players they put on the floor can accomplish whatever the preset goal is whatever the predetermined and, goal is for kaminga looney kaminga looney jordan pool clay and draymond on the floor we expect y'all to get us 15 points
0: see and that's why like at the start of this i picked the golden state in seven and it was more so because it was one of those like golden state has seen a lot of different scenarios now granted they had never been down 2-0 before but you know but they saw a lot of different pressure and i got erased yeah but they but but they but they faced almost every kind of scenario you know a team could face you know they've come back from 3-1 they gave up a 3-1 lead and this series could be 3-1 either way if wiggins hits a shot in game one or if harrison Barnes hits this shot you know yesterday it could have been 3-1 either way so you know Sacramento has I mean, no –
1: Give me the best of nine of Sacramento and Golden State. Give it here. Games give it here. November. But you
0: know what? I made an interesting discovery on Saturday. Let's hear it. They were going to bust Phoenix ass.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: They going to bust that ass. Like, I'm talking about, like, oh, it might Phoenix be five. Has- it might be six.
1: One of us can make a spot on Phoenix bench right now if they needed players.
0: Well, I was thinking you I was thinking somebody earlier to rebound.
1: today. You need a round mouth rebound guy? That's me. See, I'm out exactly. there with the 250, just throwing it on people. You need somebody running up and down the court. You got Mike.
0: Phoenix, yo, call
1: me because y'all need to help.
0: I like I, I was thinking about this, right? And because, like, you know, when, when the Durant thing happened, the trade went down. You know, we kept talking about episodes. I'm like, I'm gonna title this, Does the Sun Rise in the West? You know, all that kind of stuff like that. I was really drinking it at first, you know. But now that I'm seeing it in action, I'm like, unless Tori Craig is going to continue to be the reincarnation of Ray Allen? You know, I don't know where this is going. You know, Man, so that
1: dude plays Olay Manador defense.
2: <laughs> but I feel they like go
1: after him the whole game one, but... I watched him go after him. He was out there stunting, shooting the wide open threes. But as soon as he had to come up a pick and roll, it was a wrap. If they if... were they were targeting him the if way they Paul were tar- George... targeting Luca last year.
0: If Paul George can somehow play in Game Five. You know, like, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. It's Game 5? No, from, it sounds like Kawhi might be out for the season from the last I was reading. He might just be done. You know what I mean? But, but I'm just throwing the Paul George thing out there. I haven't heard anything. But if Paul George was just able to play in Game 5, I wouldn't think it's out of the realm of possibility that the Clippers could win that game. Because, I mean, they're right on the brink of beating Phoenix. You know, um, they just can't close it out. You know, that's all it is. They just can't close it out. But I've been super non-impressed with Phoenix. My favorite moment of the whole series was DeAndre Aiton throwing,
1: throwing at him, uh, bounce.
0: Yeah, yelling at Chris. I, I Paul know like, you gonna say that. I was like, yo, like, come on, man. Six one. You know what I'm saying? Stop
1: he, it. he could have been seven-one and still had but trouble catching that pass.
0: But I don't know what Phoenix is gonna do with Jokic, first of all. You know, um, they don't have anybody that can stop Jamal Mary, so I feel like pick and roll is just gonna kill them all day long against Denver, you know. So so they're, they're I think their best hope to beat Denver literally, and this could happen. I'm not saying it can't, but their best chance to beat Denver is literally KD has to average about 32 and Booker has to average about 31 and a half. Like that's
1: <laughs> I still don't think that's enough. It might not be, but you know in the, in the reason and the reason we I, I heard uh who said it Colin Callagher was talking to Rick Bucher today on the show and he was talking about John Morant's 45. Yeah, And he's like, have you ever seen a less impressive or useless 45-point game performance in the playoffs? He's like, if you think about it, he was like, did it have any impact on the outcome of the game? It almost did. They were down 13 when he was
0: scoring those points. They got it down to, like, eight. You know what I mean? No, yeah,
1: was, they did. They got it, got it down to it eight at one point. It might have been nine.
0: Well, okay, it they got it to single digits nine. at one point. Oh, hold on, Jimmy Butler? no. All right, so we're at the end of three, 89 to 78, Milwaukee. But, no, like, I think there was a moment where. And it was
1: like, so what what, is is the argument that, not necessarily the argument, but the philosophy you and I talked about, do you let Steve Nash score 40 and stay glued to the other four guys or let Steve Nash get 22 with 16 assists?
0: I think it's different. I think it's different because Ja, like, like, When you look at Steve Nash and Chris Paul, because I think that was the other person that we had brought up in that conversation, you want them to score because their game is to naturally set up other people. Ja can can go win without having non-assist or whatever.
1: I don't don't think so, because you think about it. It's the same thing with KD. KD. If KD getting you 40, yes, we know he's efficient. He's efficient. But if he's getting you 40 points and he's putting up a lot of shots, that means the other team's best offender is on him a lot and if he's giving you 40 but he's giving you 40 11 and seven rebounds I'll take that but if you're like you know what I'm gonna stay glued to Chris Paul I'm going not, I'm not gonna let him get in the flow at all to the point where every time he puts up a shot it's a potential defensive rebound for my team because he's not rhythm what? I'm gonna stay glued to KD. I'm gonna stay glued to Devin Booker. I'm gonna let you get 26 shots off for your 34 points, but I'm not gonna let the guy because Chris Paul is a rhythm guy. You know, Chris Paul is a rhythm when he come off the pick and roll and he do that little inside out dribble spin. You know, he's
0: feeling it. No, but the reason, the, but I the don't reason
1: want Chris Paul to get to that point because of his 16. Because Chris Paul's the type of player that can go 16, 10, and eight. And it's like, the only reason Memphis 16 points,
0: I think that's a dumb the, the thing that you were saying that, you know, you heard. I just think that was dumb because, for one, Memphis had an all time worse first quarter in NBA history. The end of the first quarter was 35 to nine. So, like, to say that Jaws 45 was unimpactful is to
2: ignore okay. that. You know what I mean? Okay. Like,
1: OK, now, if you feel that way, tell me where you thought his points alone were impactful.
0: They were impactful impactful for for the fact because there was a minute or two in that fourth quarter where the momentum was shifting and it was like, yo, are they going to blow this? There was a minute. It 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 only lasted for about a minute. It It only lasted for about a minute. It only lasted for about a minute.
1: Okay. The feeling that now that's a feeling you felt like the Lakers are going to blow it. Now think about this when Jai was scoring 25 points in the fourth how many guys can you recall took jump shots from 3 and made them like just think about it who else had 6 points did you that you can recall granted we don't have to research but did anybody else have 6 points in the fourth quarter probably not because what happened was he had the ball in his hand the whole time and granted he was scoring but the defense didn't change. He so, did so is the this role. series over? I don't think it's over because like, they can easily win the night. Because I don't think the Lakers were like overly impressive. I think what the Lakers do well is the fact that they're big bodies. They play big. They play smart. They play under control. But all that control in the world is cute. Right. But Bane and Brooks and this dude Tillman just starts hitting random open jump shots. <laughs> your defense looks good. Like they, everyone talks about NBA defense, 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 defense. It looks good if you're doing something like you have Jai, or you have Russ, or you have Booker, or you have a guy like like Tatum or Jalen Brunson, and your defense is kind of designed and and you're putting them in a position where they're taking tough shots.
0: Well, hopefully, well, they're, they're, well, hopefully time,
1: pass if if these guys pass out of the opportunity for a tough shot. Like, if, if Donovan Mitchell knows this is going to be a tough shot because everyone's keying in on me and he kicks it to Mobley and Mobley's at 9 to 12 feet and Mobley just puts up a little floater and it goes in, no matter how good your defense was on Donovan Mitchell, they still got two points out of that possession. No, we're going to get to them and in a second. They didn't get points out of their possessions because guys weren't making those shots. So, like, everyone talks about defense, defense, defense. Yeah, it's cool, but – in most good defenses leave a guy open. We could talk about the, the the defense de'Aaron Fox and Steph and Draymond put on him at the end of the game. Harrison Barnes still got a good shot out of that. Oh game. yeah. Oh yeah. He just didn't hit it. So, Steph
0: missed a, yet another clutch shot.
1: <laughs> so, so is it with the good defense by Steph on De'Aaron Fox? Or was it just a missed shot by Harrison Barnes? No, it was just it
0: was just good strategy to l- let the ball end up in Harrison Barnes' hands.
1: <laughs> I mean, Harrison Barnes is a shooter, and you leave a shooter open. I mean, he's listen, he's not an all time great, whatever. No, whatever, no, but no. he's an NBA player. No, and but he's, he's probably the wide open the, shot. Yeah, he's
0: probably the dude that was on the floor that I would have wanted to take that shot if I was the defense.
1: I if you give me any NBA player wide open, I'm afraid. It's like Drew Brees on third. I'm down. not afraid
0: because I've been watching this game since it started. and I am not afraid of Drew Holiday being open.
1: Yeah, but he did drop twenty-seven and a half and fifty-four a game a few weeks ago.
0: I know. So, Every, like, it yeah, happened. Brandon Jennings dropped fifty-five too. You know, but yeah, but like, but, but yes. Have you ever watched a team? Have you ever watched a team? And you just thought, "Yo, y'all could be so good if y'all had brains."
1: Tell my Memphis.
0: No, I'm talking about Cleveland. So first of all, before I go any further, I'm going to take a quick second. I'm going to apologize to the New York Knicks because I counted y'all out. So I'm going to be a man and admit that I counted y'all out, except for Julius Randle. I'm not apologizing to you because, you know, hey, because. Wildcat love, right? Yeah, 31% from the field, 30% from three points per game, down eight and a half from the regular season. You get no love, Julius. You get no love, Julius. That's but a
1: couple of run. I'm glad you got, you got stats like that on everybody or just him.
0: Just him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, but I'm gonna tell you why the Cavs that are stupid. That was rhetorical. But I'm gonna tell you why the Cavs are stupid, you know, because I was thinking about this, right? So Jared Allen is like Mr. All defense and everything, you know, and he's like that DeAndre Jordan dude where you know he's gonna get the points off the dunks and the putbacks and all that kind of stuff like that. Correct. Mobley, I thought, had a chance to break out and come out in this series and let announce himself to the world, right? But this is the problem. This is the problem. When you play with two little people in the back court, because we're not allowed to say the M word anymore, when you play with two little people in the back court, you know, like Monte Ellis and Steph, you know, we're back to that with Cleveland. We're back to Dame and uh, CJ McCollum with Cleveland. And Donovan Mitchell wants to take all the crazy shots and he wants to shoot over two people and he don't pass the ball. So like yesterday, for example, right? Cleveland was in this game and Mobley hit five of his first seven shots in the first half, right? He took one shot in the second half.
1: That doesn't make any sense.
0: It doesn't make sense. And I was trying to explain this to somebody that I was having a conversation with. I'm not saying that Mobley needs to go score 30 points.
1: But if you go you, five for seven in the first, you got to go at least six for eight in the
0: second. But you got to at least, but you got to at, at least put the ball in his hands Give and let cuts. the defense collapse on him. You like so Orlando right back in the day. The reason why Orlando was so good, especially that series against Cleveland, it wasn't because Dwight Howard. You were like, "Yo, Dwight Howard's about to score forty-one points." It was let's get Dwight the ball down low, and he gonna hit Turkaloo or Rashard Lewis or somebody on this wing. Petrus. You know, yeah, Michael petrus who we never heard from again, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like Cleveland never did that. Like they never went inside to play inside out. They were just like, yo, spider, spin your web, make something happen, shoot another brick and eventually it'll fall. And, you know, so I'm I wondering in
1: hindsight, a lot of a lot of those games is a situation where it's not like I want to say money, money quarterback or whatever, but we, we kind of look at it. And I think in the heat of the moment at that ground level, because even at this camera view, it looks like the guys aren't moving that fast. So we're watching the game like, yo, why didn't you just do this? Why did you do that? And I think it's a lot that goes into it. Sometimes it's just a matter of... Giannis with the triple-double. Do you trust what you're doing and just riding out with it? And sometimes when these guys get like six or seven shots up in the first half that's not the plan. You know, that's not the yeah. norm. That's not the expectation. Yeah. So when you go back in and you want to come on the second half and, and install your plan and exert your dominance, the plan to get it to your third or fourth score eight times in the second half doesn't happen. Phoenix had a game last week where Kevin Durant only got one shot in the second half. Right. That was weird. Cause it's Kevin Durant. Right. But when it comes to guys like Mobley, when you get guys like Drew holiday, you get guys like Brooke Lopez, you know, you get you know you get guys like like Bane. If Desmond Bane goes four for eight from three in the first half, yeah, he'll probably shoot a bunch. But you not know, run a lot of plays for him to shoot, right? More even though they him. should, even though you should, he's the best shooter on the team. Sure that's not your game plan. So I think I think that's a lot of that. Just comes from that, and on top well, of that, it's like some guys, some guys are just built for a certain moment. We talked so, about the backpack guys. Jimmy they Butler with 37. Teams. So so Jimmy Butler, some of these guys just yeah. might be so ready intrinsically, and your game plan as the opposing coach is almost irrelevant because this guy's gonna make it happen for his team. There's nothing to do for your own team.
0: Well, well, check it out. I made another discovery yesterday. You know, Much see here we go. There we go. We should just that should be a new segment. Two fives discoveries. I mean, so so you know, so so my discovery on Saturday was Denver's gonna whoop up on Phoenix. My discovery yesterday was I have already accepted the fact that James Harden is a loser. So I'm gonna take all the energy that I've been putting on James Harden and transfer that to Donovan Mitchell now. That's my new discovery.
1: I thought you were going to take all your energy you have for Julius Randle and transfer to James Harden. That's what I thought you were going with. No, no, no. I was no, like, no, okay, no. so he's going to no. leave Julius Randle alone. Because James Harden, one of those, like, listen, he's not a backpack guy. Some people, and if you guys haven't watched our episodes, Backpack, the, the philosophy came in the conversation I was having with Mike back in the day. I think we were talking about Jordan, Kobe, LeBron in basketball. You, for, what you were Brady, doing was you were
0: shitting on Jokic. That's what you were doing.
1: No, no, this is a conversation we had years ago. <laughs> this, is, this is what I thought about, like, yo, everybody hop in this book bag. I'm going to get us across the finish line. Kobe was one of those guys. LeBron was one, is one of those guys. Jordan undoubtedly was one of those guys. Just, I'm not saying these other guys didn't contribute, but T-Mac wasn't one of those guys. Ooh. I mean, James Harden wasn't one of those guys. Ooh, Carmelo Anthony was not one of those guys. Dane is not one of those guys. Patrick Ewing wasn't one of those guys. Reggie Miller wasn't one of those Like, some of these guys could just get you just, I'm here, so we're going here.
0: We're in a game that we got no business winning, but we're not necessarily getting over the hump.
1: Allen Iverson was one of those guys. He was probably the quintessential guy because he's one of the smaller guys that did it. You could talk about, you know, Isaiah Thomas with the P- Pistons, but they had a whole –
2: Philosophy
1: that didn't right. really include Isaiah, like the whole big tough fighter guys. He right. tried to fight Karl Malone, but he just was too bloodied up, and it wasn't too much he could do. But he was pissed off about it. I give him that. But yeah. Mah- you know, Mahomes, Rodman, those other guys handled that part. So AI was like I said, AI was one of those guys. Gilbert Arenas wasn't. I mean, so it's like certain guys just have that that quality. And I think is Jason Tatum one of those guys? I think Jason. J- the thing with The Boston Celtics, I think they are probably the best constructed team in the NBA because they never panicked. They got to the Eastern Conference Finals. They were making deep runs in the playoffs. They were losing to LeBron. They never panicked. Toronto panicked, traded DeMar DeRozan to get Kawhi, and they got a chip out of it. But now that guy's gone, and ever since they got the chip, they've been a mediocre basketball team good entertaining good for canada but they've been mediocre the if you think about this the celtics can run at you smart white and brogdon right point guards smart is might not be your traditional point guard but he can defend the point guard the shooting guard and maybe a small forward that's under six seven Realistically, his defensive player of the year, Derek Williams, is just a smart guy, knows his role when he's hot, he shoots, when he's not, he passes. You talking about Derek Brogdon, White? Yeah, with, okay, uh, with the Stephen A. Smith hairline. And then you got Brogdon, you know, another team light skinned player came through, he just knows six man of the year, six man of the year. And then you still got Tatum and Brown, and then you still got old Matt man Horford. New- you got the two Williams, you got Grant and Robert and Horford, and then you got a guy like Hoser off the bench. You got another, like, like the way their team is set up, if there's so many different combinations you can put out there. You can get guys rest and still get points.
0: That's why I can't and help but think that they're going to win the title this year.
1: Uh, I think Milwaukee's a really good team because I think Milwaukee kind of embodies the, 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 the the mantra of their two leaders being uh-huh. Holiday and that's the I think the coach, I think certain teams are just built to be, you know, the built, built to make runs. Yeah. Some of these teams out west aren't. Yeah. Some teams, Miami's one of these teams that they're built, they're built as far as like a, like a, uh, trying to think like a, like a mantra and a moxie yeah <laughs> they just don't have the talent to sustain it yeah you know they'll play they'll play as hard as bricks yeah dip the nitroglycerin like they'll play that hard but at a certain point you just need a guy you need you need another guy like Jimmy Butler but you need no you need you need Jimmy Butler to split into two guys you need the offensive guy. That can explode the way Jimmy Butler does offensively, and then you need another guy that plays defensively and with the tenacity that Jimmy Butler does on the field, on the court at the same time. Because right now you got one guy doing it. We saw it in the finals of the bubble. He had two triple doubles. The game it won six games. The two games where he had forty point triple doubles, they won. But at the end of those games, he was dog tired, yeah, dead tired. You need. Another guy that gets you a forty point, forty point, six assists, five rebounds, and another guy that gets you eight points, nine rebounds, and nine assists.
0: That's why Split I. To that's Boston. why I was shocked that they didn't do anything during the trade deadline. I mean, then again, you know, Pat Riley fell asleep, but you know, I did. You know, that was another team that I was looking for. You know, just like Memphis. You know, um, everybody remember when we first started Sports Reports is ordered. I said something along the lines of. Yo, is Dylan Brooks gonna be back? And you were like, "Hey, no, nah, like Dylan Brooks is a part of that team, and X, Y, Z, and you know." And when I look back at it, at the trade deadline, they tried to get Mikael Bridges and they tried to get OG from Toronto. Yeah, but,
1: but okay, Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain combined are Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I don't
0: know. If, I don't know if Dylan Brooks plays defense that good enough for that conversation. But he
1: plays. He plays it with an energy. Yeah. He plays it with like an. And he can just exhaust himself offensively, and then shoot like six or seven threes, and maybe he goes two for six, maybe he goes three for six. I
0: wonder if Memphis is tired of him. Nah, you know, I don't like, think so. I don't know, man. Like I don't know, you know. But you know, but yeah. So where are we at in the playoffs now? So you know, Brooklyn's gone. You know, so they were the Brooklyn, only team. Brooklyn
1: got robbed. Brooklyn got robbed. We'll talk about swept. it later. Yeah, they're only got team robbed that got in at least swept. one game.
0: You know Minnesota kept it alive last night. You know, but I'm pretty sure Denver's going to close them out once they go back to Denver.
1: Yeah, we you got know, that. Uh, Anthony Edwards is picking up in the start though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. and Minnesota, Minnesota listen, Minnesota. A Rod, A Rod, just thing on. Right to check, man.
0: And I can't call that. Check. And I can't call that dude cat no more. You know, like that man is just Carl Anthony now. You like, Kitten. you know what I mean? Kitten. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. He did a little kitten. Like, yeah, like this dude, I don't know why this dude is always in foul trouble. You know what I mean? Like, I and I don't get why, like, look, I get it, right? We're in this new era of NBA. You know, it helps if you could be a stretch guy, you know, be a bigger guy that can shoot the threes. I get all that stuff. But Rudy Gobert is not, I guess, a threat offensively outside of lobs and like, you know, just little broken plays. So I just need Carl to act like he's the height that he is.
1: Oh, you want him inside with Rudy?
0: I mean, I think that you have got moments where him and Rudy are on the floor together where he needs to assume that role. You know, he need, like like this is this is our lineup
2: This is
1: your lineup. I just think that you, I think they have a good lineup. I just don't know if everybody knows their role. I yeah. think it might be a situation where Anthony Edwards might be your Anthony Edwards is your new 26 point a night guy.
0: Yeah, he's your d weight type dude.
1: Call Anthony Towns your Chris Bosch. You're 18 and 8. Uh Gobert, you're my my rebound I mean, and defend guy. To be fair, Carl
0: did miss a lot of the season.
1: No, just like if you just look at the trajectory, because if you think about we, we'll use the Miami Heatles as an example. You have your young star who can, who plays with absolute confidence, Edwards. Getting to the rim, dunking on people. I think he's like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, something around that, that size. So now your second best score is Carl Anthony Towns. All right, you might not give me D-Wade 20-21 points. But if you can, that works. But get your 20, 21 points. Don't be upset that it's not 27. Minnesota, pay him like he's getting you 27. Pay Anthony Edwards like he's getting you 30. Keep Gobert, keep your court. The problem is a lot of these teams, they're going to blow it up because the coach can't tell, call Anthony Towns, listen. Chris Bosh has four NBA Finals appearances and two rings and he went to Hall of Fame because he went from Toronto where he's getting 27 and 12 to Miami where he's getting 18 and 9 Kevin Love's got a ring for M- NBA Finals appearances because he went from 26 and 15 in Minnesota down to Miami so it's like you don't have to trade teams you can just change your role and still be impactful I think call Anthony Towns yo if you hot you could explode for 40 go ahead but we're going to run it with Anthony Edwards as our guy. Right. And you saw what happened when he went off as that guy. He dropped 40, over 40 the other night, and then granted last night in a win, a little over 30. But he took the big three that put them up four in overtime versus taking a two. He was like, you know, we the dying. I'm going to take this three, and we're going to go up four. Right. That's ballsy for a young guy to do
0: yeah exactly you know so you know i don't know like what's ballsy is the nba thinking we're stupid so you know i talked about how in my opinion i felt that if draymond didn't get ejected from game two against sacramento i felt like maybe there was suspension it would his actions would have warranted a suspension but since he got ejected i didn't feel like he should have got suspended So it ends up that he got ejected and suspended. Meanwhile, I just seen Joel Embiid out here try to kick somebody in the nuts and I guess not get suspended. Yeah, and I guess not get suspended suspended because it didn't land or, you know, like uh, then I saw, you know, James Harden get ejected for making a move. You know, he had the ball and he was trying to make his move and elbowed somebody in the junk and then you know Dylan Brooks with the swipe at LeBron, trying to get the ball. And he had crossed
1: over and got he got crossed over and swiped and, at
0: the ball. And I don't think that he I don't think that Harden should have got suspended. I don't think that um, Dylan should have got suspended. I just want to know why didn't they get suspended if Draymond got suspended? And I want to know why Embiid didn't get suspended because his ass should have been suspended. Now, granted, he got his own karma because they said he might not be around for the start of the next series. He kept falling on the ground. He and
1: fell on the ground.
0: Like one time he fell like this. Jimmy, hold on, real quick. Jimmy Butler with 41. And Miami's cut it down to a five-point game. So we got 101 to 96 with about 415 left. Jimmy Butler, like I said, 41 That's not a points. Foul.
1: That is not a foul.
0: And then uh Giannis has 23, 10, and 11. You know, but go ahead. So and B yeah. tried to kick him with the size 18 shoe.
1: And B tried to kick him. He missed but the fact that he tried to kick him should have gotten him a flagrant one if not a flagrant two and then, well, I think they
0: did give him a flagrant one
1: I don't think they gave him a, I don't think they gave him that I think the report was there was gonna be no further review I think they were I think they were someone was saying they should have reduced James Harden's to a flagrant one. And then increase Embiid's until a flagrant two for the attempted kick, and then we're going to talk about the goaltending. Well, so like, that I'm, doesn't happen. Ooh.
0: I'm fine with Embiid getting a flagrant two, but I'm not fine with Harden getting a flagrant at all.
1: You can go flagrant the you you go flagrant one because it. For some reason they felt it look unnatural, unnatural movement. I didn't think flagrant too. He no, he had he had the ball in his right hand. He was fending the defender off with his elbow. Like so he had the ball here. Which every he NBA player does. So he went to dribble with the right hand. And when he went to dribble with the right hand, the left hand swung. Cause I think I don't know if he was gonna shoot or whatever, what he's gonna do after that, but when he went with the right hand, the left hand swung. So he hit him. But unless you're looking at the target that you're trying to hit, then I don't think you hit a man in the nuts on purpose because yours are exposed. It's not like they're out there wearing cups. So I'm not going to go out there as an NBA player and hit a dude in the nuts on purpose as if it can't happen to me this game or another game. It just doesn't seem like the move you would want to use while dribbling the ball, trying to set up your step back or whatever move that James Harden's been using for years. right? And B was on the floor and kicked upwards. There's no need for him to kick at all. Like, that wasn't evolving the play. It wasn't like he fell down and he was fighting for the ball or whatever the case may be. He literally was no reason for him to kick up at all.
0: And we got a tie game in Miami, folks. Killing me. I'm behind or actually, it's a one-point game. Sorry, one-point game. I guess it was a two, but there's 325 left. You know, uh, oh Jimmy Butler for the lead, and there's the dunk. 102 to 101 with about 315 left, 317 left, and we got a timeout. They need a TO, baby.
1: Miami is about to really put the number one seed out. I can't, I can't handle it. I can't right, handle man. it, Giannis. Yeah. But yeah, back to the suspension. So he deliberately made it, made an attempt to kick this man in his junk or kick him somewhere. Either he went to kick him in his stomach or he went to kick him in his nuts. But he definitely didn't try to kick him in his the back of his inner thigh. Like that wasn't the target region right. in right. that scenario because no one's like, damn, that dude kicked me in the thigh and it really hurts. No. He tried to kick him in his nuts. It just didn't work out. They didn't suspend him. But with Dylan Brooks and him getting kicked out of the game, and we'll see him later, see if he does the same thing, is like, did he get suspended because hard? did he get kicked out of the game because Harden got kicked out? Did he get kicked out of the game, like you said, because he hit LeBron James? Did he get kicked out because he had the press conference where he was like, I don't respect him unless he gives me 40? Did he do what I felt Draymond did as far as, you're getting your your flagrant one reviewed, but yet you're over there riling the audience up while they're reviewing whether or not so you look like you don't give a shit what kind of call you get, because you're over there, like, you just stomped on the dude, and now you're over here riling the crowd up. Dylan Brooks, Brooks was a little reverse. He was talking about LeBron. He's old. I don't respect my body, blah, blah, blah. And then you go out and hit him below the belt did the referees think that yeah okay this dude is this dude's gonna make this game get out of control do we just get rid of him
2: right you know and I can understand that. If, Ty,
1: if tyus jones is dennis schroeder i don't know if he gets kicked out of the game right if mike conley hits rui hachimura on a rebound i don't know if conley's getting kicked out of the game i don't know if hachimura's getting kicked out of the game if he hits conley i mean so it's like that's the part that the NBA's they 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 put themselves in this position where it may be a good thing because they're kicking guys out of the game and we're talking about don't say anything because I'm ahead of you. No, we're, I didn't talk, say it. Just... we're talking about it now and we're everyone's all over the playoffs. Tonight is two games. Tomorrow is three games. Um, you know, so it's like they're all over the place.
0: Yeah, and, and that's why, like, with the with the Dylan Brooks thing, like I didn't think it was purposeful for say, per se. But I like your point. You know, like did they by ejecting him, did they feel like they were de-escalating some things? Because I remember I was talking to somebody and um they had brought up to me like, yo, before this Memphis before this Memphis Lakers series is over, I think somebody's gonna throw a punch. And you know, we almost got there with Rui, you know, but um I don't know. Like, you know, I don't think we're there per se. I think LeBron is smart enough to know that Dylan Brooks is just trying to possibly get into his head or get into the team's head. Because even if it's not effective on LeBron per se, there could be somebody that feels like they have to defend their teammate. Like, I'm a lesser.
1: Rui almost got himself in trouble, like I said, when he was making contact with DeVere trying to get to the boy.
0: Um, right. And, and now, speaking I of think, which, like I
1: said, I've said this before, uh, empty wagon makes the most noise. I think LeBron and the veterans, because some of those guys won championships on that team. Uh, some of these guys have championship pedigree. They have, you know, great coaches, so forth and so on. I think they know that the Memphis players are just being antagonistic because there's no real beef. It's not as if they have a couple of years. If it was a Golden State series where, <laughs> A couple of those guys were on teams that LeBron was on, and put them out, like the Clay and Clay's in the press conference or Draymond. But Draymond's his buddy now; they're all business partners. I don't think you can get Disgusting. that. Disgusting.
2: Yeah, you know it
1: is what it is. generational Rip. wealth. You know that's our new thing. But oh, Kyle Lowry just threw the ball out of bounds. Don't say nothing um, now. So, yeah, yeah.
0: But, but but like, but I was going to mention because you you brought up uh, Rui. Uh, So, you know, we had DeJounte Murray of the Hawks get a suspension for running up on a ref. At first I thought he headbutted the ref, you know, but I guess it looked like he was trying to get in the ref's face and say something, and I had mentioned in the same game, Jason Tatum, after a foul, was walking to the free-throw line, and I think the ref stepped in the way on some calm down. Like, I don't know if he thought Jason Tatum was going to react to the foul or what, but Jason Tatum kind of, like, shoved the ref and made his
1: way to the free-throw line. I don't have that. I don't have the highlight, but like, did he like? Did he like touch the ref? And so he was walking. So he was like, walking I'm good. through. No, no, he was no, walking. I'm I'm so good. he was
0: walking through. So he was walking through. The ref was like, you know, like came like this. And He kind of like did like this and pushed the ref. It wasn't a hard push. It wasn't like a get out of my way. It was just kind of like a you know go over here. It's okay. But then he just went straight to the free throw line and did his thing. But I just thought. Yeah, that, I saw the
1: Murray. The Murray thing that was just with. He walked over to the ref and
0: bumped him. You know what you know what he, know what he say did. Whatever he wanted to say. You know what you know what Dejounte Mary did. He 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 did what everybody thought. Angel Reese did. <laughs> he just ran up on the ref from the other side of the court and got all up in his face. And you know that that's the way they made it sound like Angel Reese did. Like like
1: yeah, he like he. His neck. You know how somebody when someone says like "fuck you, you're a bitch," like he did. Like it. Like his yeah, neck yeah, yeah. Said like he called he called the ref out of his name, and then bumped him. Well, the ref looked at him it.
0: like he was like the ref looked at him like say that shit again. He was
1: like, the same what you want to play. I take jujitsu." Like um, he kind of had that look on his face.
0: <laughs> we got a game here, folks. I ain't going to spoil it, but we got a game yeah. here. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so – but once again, we all know after the game, man, just let it go. Let it – let just let it go. Boston was going to beat you no matter what. Atlanta, you had a very limited shot of winning the series <laughs> – this dude's killing me. Yo, you gotta, hold I gotta, I gotta spoil it. I gotta
0: spoil it real no, quick. I no, gotta spoil no. it. I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm no, watching. I'm not gonna say exactly. nothing about the score or nothing. I just gotta say it. Jimmy Butler got 52 points, y'all. <laughs> well, I know the score. I'm watching the game. No, I, I ain't talking about the score. I'm just telling you what Jimmy Butler did. Well,
1: I just know I know he had 49 before you said that. That's what I knew when the missed jump shot went up. This dude is different, man. He can't put Milwaukee out again. Giannis go retire. They you lost know. to Atlanta in the play here, right?
0: Yes, at home. <laughs> but, but yeah. So, so I felt like Embiid should have been suspended because the intent was there. Like I mentioned last week,
2: we are not distracted. I'm so not the, t- I'm not the type. NBA no, you're playoffs, distracted. Dude.
0: I'm back on task here. I'm, I'm not, not the type of dude. I'm not the type of dude that waits to see what the reaction is like oh the victim you know got a broken jaw so therefore we have to suspend the person that threw the punch i'm the type of person that says if the punch is wrong you suspend for the punch in the first place you can always add on like if you want to add on in a legal
1: legal sense there's a difference so like if i punch you in a one-on-one fight and i don't draw any blood it's not the same as if Right, I right. You. But if you punch me if and I, I don't punch re- you and you draw blood, now was maiming. So no, now I, I get it, but, but, if you punch me, but if you punch somebody
0: if you punch somebody and they don't retaliate, it's still assault. You know what yeah, I mean? Like if
1: I throw a punch at you, then you can't like okay, yeah. It technically is assault because you do you like you threaten that person with the punch. But if once the the facts come out, it's like, okay, do you really deserve a hundred hours of community service for no, punch?
0: No, but, but there's You'll other, get a hundred.
1: You'll get a hundred if you punch uh, someone and so, break their jaw.
0: So like I heard somebody on the radio, you know, last week they mentioned that if Embiid would have landed the shot and Claxton would have fell on the floor, you know, did the, the DeMontes Sabonis thing. Then, like he thinks that Embiid would have got suspended. My whole thing is the kick itself should have got him suspended. If he did all that other extra stuff that you're talking about that that I just brought up, that's yeah. when you that's when you can add yeah, a fine. Maybe you add another kick.
2: game or whatever. The
1: kick is the kick is worthy enough for a flagrant two because it it had nothing to do with basketball. Like because you're laying on your back. Like right. we could talk about Draymond. Oh my goodness. We could talk about Draymond and his antics with the leg swings and the kicks. And you could talk about Dylan Brooks with the with the hit and James James Harden. But at least that was in the flow of the play. And it could be some gray area. When you're laying on your back and you upset this dude just caught like a little tip dunk put back on you, and he's giving you the meme mug and he's antagonizing you, which was a strategy I think they probably absorbed from the Golden State. Uh, King series, right? And you retaliate, you get in trouble. Like everyone knows the second person in that situation always gets caught. And it wasn't like we didn't see what was happening, it was a seven foot tall dude on a basketball floor with white shoes on kicking another man wearing black shorts. So it was like, Yeah, you saw it happen. Um, so that's that's my only that's my only piece is that. You saw it happen. You didn't do anything about it. But in the same game, you kick a guy out for an incidental contact to the groin. So was that to make up for the fact that you didn't do anything about the guy laying on the floor? Maybe they went in at halftime. It was like they got a call from Secaucus. Like, yo, you all should have done something about this. We can't go back retroactively. Right. Hey, The beginning of the first quarter, you should have got rid of Embiid. Right, right here, doing but
2: that's
0: and that's why I say, like, that's where (laughs) and that's where the confusion sets in for me. Like I said, I don't think that Brooks or Harden should have been suspended, but it just makes me wonder, like, what does it take to cause a suspension? Because Draymond's was obviously a different situation where I don't know, that was just rare, you know, like Sabonis had already flopped and jumped on the floor. Grab Draymond's foot. And somebody had mentioned there was a similar play earlier this year where um, I think it was Chris Middleton and Dylan Brooks. And, um, you know, the player that was being held just stepped over and just continued to play, you know, but kind of threw his hands up like, yo, y'all see this? You know, he,
1: uh, he could have threw his hands up and got them free throws because that was going to be right. a flagrant. He
2: right. doesn't,
1: if he doesn't step on Sabonis, that was going to be a flagrant one free throws and the ball.
0: Yeah, so I understand why Draymond got suspended, you know. And then a horse. When they gave their statement, Joe Dumars brought up like his history and all that kind of stuff, you know. But Dylan Brooks has a history, you know what I mean? Like to I'm some degree. To this game, I'm listening. But I'm Yeah, yeah. To this yeah. Game. Dylan Brooks has a history to some degree. Like maybe not to Draymond's level, but he's working on it, you know. And then that's what I didn't like because now he's trying to come out. Like you know, after the game, he was like, "I ain't talking." And then he said something along the lines of like. The media has made me a villain or whatever. Like, no.
1: Even though they call him Dylan the Villain, and they did a, they did a press junket and a little team thing where he's like, yeah, they, we call him Dylan the Villain, blah, blah, blah. Yo, like, yeah, they and, call me Dylan the Villain. And yo, that's and, what they did it, the, the preseason press junket.
0: I remember in college, in the NCAA tournament, they were playing against Duke, and he was doing some showboating. To the point that, like, Coach K walked up to him individually after the game. It gave him, like, the act like you've been there before speech. And trust me, Coach K is a villain to me. But most people think of Coach K as this lily clean, white picket fence guy or whatever. So when he feels the need to walk up to you and say all that kind of stuff, you already know that, like, you got you something went going. overboard. Right. Because
1: so, I've heard some Jason Tatum stories about co- what Coach K and JJ Reddick would say, like what Coach K would say to them in his office. Like, do you really want to learn how to play basketball so, or you just want to just wear the uniform is, and impress girls?" Guy, like,
0: what? This is the guy that coaches that was coaching in the best rivalry in college basketball slash. Probably a top five or top ten rivalry in sports sport. in general. You know what I mean. So you could just imagine the things that North Carolina players have said or done over that the list. years. You know, but for him to walk up to you and give you a lecture lets you know that you fucked up, for lack of better words. So, so, so like the media did not create Dylan Brooks into what Dylan Brooks is now. He created that even with his stupid, you know, open shirt vest or whatever, and his little punk ass necklace. You know, like you just look like a villain. You know, like you just look like somebody that we don't want to cheer for. We don't like you very much. You know what I mean? The game has a place for Dylan Brooks, so I don't want to hate on him. But he's just not my cup of tea, per se. But you, but but, own it.
2: I but own mind, it, I
0: don't mind it. Yeah,
1: I don't mind the obnoxious rocking your shoe, throwing yeah, back kind of basketball player. My problem is you. You don't have to also have a subsequent seemingly fraudulent persona attached to it. Like right. Draymond Green is deliberately. He's
0: just a dickhead.
1: He's in you all the time. So his yes. his, his antics on the court are like what they are. They're obnoxious. It's right. calculated. It's deliberate. He Everything he does seems to come with some kind of plan associated with it. Well, but if well, you talk to him in the press conference or you whatever he wears to the arena, he doesn't wear whatever he wears to the arena to attract that attention, to get the ball rolling, right. to subsidize his behavior on the right. court. So, like, Dennis Rodman was one of those guys that did all this theatrical stuff off the court, and then brought on to the court, and it was like, you know, it kind of spilled over. right? Whereas you got a guy like like Tayshaun Prince. Like, he just was all over you on the court. Rasheed Wiles the same way, all over you on the court. But, like, they didn't go to press conferences with like headbands on and said, you know, "f Chicago" and just like just random, just over the top, the yeah. stuff with the hair and then the the Stone Cold Steve. But, thief but you know,
0: but it's it it's just like, like, like oh yeah, that was pretty. Nicole, like, like I yeah, lie.
1: yeah, you 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 you. It's like a whole persona you're creating versus allowing your just ability, and you're, well. you you could be annoying on the court. But, like, now we know you're doing it deliberately. So now you're in a situation where it didn't work. And this is the first time on this grand of a stage because you're playing the Lakers. You're playing LeBron. Well, that's what I was going to say.
0: Just like if the Lakers win this series and then, you know, somebody hypothetically were to say, so, Ja, you got still good in the West? You just got to eat that. You know what I'm saying? You can't come off being a— they won't. I know, but I'm just saying, but you can't just be a dick and, you know, you can't just be a dick and be like, fuck you, you You know, you just got to eat that one because you said it, you know what I mean? So if Dylan Brooks was the villain, if he got created into this villain that he thinks the media placed him as, then he would have got suspended. But I don't think,
1: I don't think the nut shot in and of itself is, is, is you should have been suspended for. I think the Draymond piece was. You did not have to step on him. The instant, like if you accidentally hit somebody in the head going for a block, it still could be a flagrant, too. Right. Because you can wind up to try somebody's about to dunk. If, give me a powerful dunker, the Aaron Fox is a quick guy, he's coming through for a dunk and he's winding up, and you and Kevin Looney, you got to wind up to block the dunk and you hit him in the head yeah it could be a flagrant two you kicked out but that doesn't mean you get suspended right Draymond could have set his foot somewhere else right or he could have just been trying to get his foot out or he could have just stopped and looked but, the that's the, like, but that's oh. the
0: thing with Embiid he could have not kicked or he could have not kicked there like he could have kicked him in the back of the calf or something he could have kicked him in his shin or something the fact that he
1: attempted to kick him is a flagrant one or two, minimum, depends on the severity. As right. a as but, but, my thing is, but, but for
0: me, but for me, the it's fact a flagrant that he got two.
1: Nothing is a problem, but, but it's to because me, he deliberately tried to kick him, he got nothing, and but then to so me, it's doesn't grab another investigation.
0: To me, it's a flagrant two because you aimed there. I don't care whether you landed or not. I know where you were aiming.
1: The intent was to kick him in his yes. nuts.
0: So, so that to me, that if I'm a ref. That's flagrant too automatic. Get your ass up out of here. And guess what? You're available for the next series. You know what I mean? But th- that's my that was my takeaway.
1: I don't believe you should be suspending guys and giving an advantage to another team for two games out of a, a winner needs to win four games. And I'm going to give you an advantage in half of those games. Like, I don't think the NBA should be doing that, like just from a competitive advantage. But if you do something in game, then yeah, you should get they should take you out. Right. But you should be you should be out of
0: the game. No, I I get it. Like I just I, it just didn't sit right with me. You know what I mean? That, and I didn't want to do the whole like, is this dude the MVP? You know, I didn't want to go there. Like you know, like he got some rope because he's about to be the MVP or he's like right. There. I didn't want to do that thing.
1: I just think that every call isn't going to be scrutinized to the level that the draymond one was the thing was everyone initially after he got kicked kicked out of that game ejected from that game with seven minutes 30 seconds left something around that time and they lost we're all like okay well you you made your impact you have shown what you as a, a league would want to intend like the referees put him out his team lost yeah now it's like okay we're gonna put you at another advantage you're down 2-0 and now we're gonna sit out your best defender in the heartbeat of your team for the third game potentially putting you down 3-0 no teams come back from 3-0 right i think that part is like the nba should have been like you know what i get it if this was game 48 of the season Giannis is feeling his back kind of hard, and yes. Miami's okay. And we
0: have a final score, ladies and gentlemen, down in Miami, one nineteen to one fourteen. Jimmy buckets with fifty six points on eighteen of twenty nine from the floor, fifteen of eighteen from the free throw line. No other Heat scored more than fifteen points, which was Bam Adebayo, who went six for sixteen.
1: This dude really just dropped 56 points Yeah, like. and,
0: and he not doing the thing he not leaning on the table this time. He over there talking to Alley now. And then we got uh Giannis in his comeback game, 26-10-13 and, and Brooke Lopez with 36 and 11. 36 and 11. You know, I was Drew, watching
1: this game. I didn't realize he was he was getting buckets like
0: that. Yeah, he was. Drew Drew uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Drew Holiday 6 for 19 and here it comes for the first time ever on Sports Reports' order. Chris Middle of the Pacton, you know, 4 for 12. So there you go. Giannis, you got a three enough help. one.
1: You should have left Milwaukee. I'm glad he got his chip, though. Giannis was... can't
0: hit the free throw. And then we got, you know, Memphis with an early 4 nothing lead on the Lakers. So with, with that being said, Raph, you remember um, growing up <laughs> – and living color was one of my favorite shows, and uh you know, you had the lady that used to sit up on the rooftop, you know, and I ain't the one to gossip, so you ain't heard it from me. But I'm here for that, we're we're that. but we're in that time. I ain't the one to gossip, but there's some juicy NFL draft rumors out there. So, what's something that you've heard,
1: Raph? I heard that CJ Stroud got an 18 on a test.
0: <laughs> I heard that CJ Stroud turned down the Mannings like he was supposed to go to their camp and then he stood them up and didn't show up. And, you know, Memphis is up six, nothing now, but go ahead. You know, uh,
1: I'm still trying to get the stream, but as in, you know, yeah, Brady, Brady really Quinn,
0: good. Brady Quinn went on these airwaves and told everybody how CJ Stroud was dissing and spitting in the face of NFL royalty Got called out by Ryan Clark and RG3. So people just talking. They're not sourcing no more. They're just talking.
1: That's it. That's all they're doing.
0: But you know what I heard? Memphis up 6 or still. Yeah, you know what I heard? I heard that the Washington Commanders
1: are going to get Lamar.
0: May pick up Hendon Hooker on day two of the draft. But then I also heard at the same time that the Texans may trade the number thirty-three and sixty-fifth draft pick to Minnesota so that they can draft Hendon Hooker at number 23. 24. Oh, yeah. So, so, so you know, so word is that the Texans Houston. Have, yeah. So, so the word so that is
1: got Houston. They got Houston passed on CJ Stroud because yes, they past. got
0: Houston taking this draft that I saw. This was on. Hold on, give me a second here. This was so that trade was on sportsnot.com by Matt Johnson. But the earlier thing that I had heard was that the Texans might take Will Anderson. That was from Aaron Becker of Yard Barker. Uh, they might take uh, Will Anderson and then get the quarterback later.
1: The rumor I heard, because uh, it's my team and I get the little followings, that the Falcons were going to take potentially. Bijan out of Texas at eight. Woo! One thing. Uh, then it was another one saying that they could potentially get the corner. Uh, Will Levis going third. I've heard that. So the top three quarterbacks they got, who was trading up? What was the rumor? Was it Tennessee? Tennessee trading up to three and taking Levis. Indianapolis trading up to three and taking Richardson, CJ Stroud falling to eleven. I heard and someone trading fall. up to from I think the the Titans trading up to eleven to take him. I heard that. Uh, he I heard a rumor that Will Levis went to the Patriot facility. I think the Patriots are sitting at like sixteen. Uh huh. And they were gonna. Potentially trade up if, if he doesn't go in the top 10. But if Stroud doesn't go in the top 10, is the Patriots are going to trade up to 11 to get Will Levis when they can just <laughs> take Stroud. So I heard tons of rumors. Uh, the consensus is Will Anderson is the best player in the draft. But Bryce Young is going to Carolina because he canceled all of his meetings. There's normally a sign that he's going to be number one. He got a 98 on his test, and CJ Stroud got an 18. Uh, <laughs> so, so it's just it's just so so many rumors, so much hearsay. I'm here for all of it.
0: So one of the craziest things I heard. Yeah, you see Dylan Brooks, right? So one of the craziest things I heard was uh from Cole Sullivan at Yard Barker that Seattle might try to make a trade for Josh Jacobs to have the Josh Jacobs, Kenneth Walker combination in the backfield. That one sounds stupid to me.
1: Yeah, that sounds dumb.
0: You know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, there is a such thing as too much, and I don't think Walker coming off of the rookie season that he had is necessarily – Unless you
1: plan on running the ball 38 times a game, having two of those kind of running backs is like – unless you literally plan on having – of your 67 to 72 plays, 30 of them being 30 of 35 of them being run plays, I wouldn't, I don't see the point of having those two similar backs. Just take the team you have, make it work.
0: Yeah. So then I heard that the Chargers, the Jets, and the Cowboys. May be interested now. This is obviously going to be later in the draft, but they may be interested in Max Dugan out of TCU.
1: Have you seen him throw the ball? Yes, and it's I don't some like right-handed it. Tebow.
0: I don't like it. You know, yeah, like I, I think he's a gamer. You know, just like Tebow, right? He's, he's, his-
1: he's going to be a great high school football coach that can tell a story about how he was in the national championship game and they gave up ten touchdowns. But other than that, like he's like everybody's not NFL quarterback. Stenson Bennett get too drunk, like he's he's gonna get his little check and go right to Vegas. Ryan, like, Ally, Ryan Leaf, yeah. Uh, what was what's a good rumor? I had I got rumors that Anthony Richardson was going
0: number one. Oh yeah, I've been hearing that for about a month now. I just don't he believe he was
1: going it. number one because my thing is like. Like as a watching Austin Reeves,
0: I think I think he's right just too now. much. Of, I think he's just too much of a project for number one.
1: It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense for anybody other than it's got to be Stroud or Will Young. Anderson going number one? Yeah, I of these quarterbacks to me. Bryce Young is a good good quarterback. He played a good couple of years, Heisman Trophy winner out of Alabama, but the question marks about his size. Uh-huh. cannot be remedied he can't make you feel better about his size because unless he has another 20 post 22 year old growth spurt which i don't think scientifically happens a lot in humans uh that's unlikely yeah so even if he gets even if he puts on 20 pounds he's still five eleven. right so 5 224 okay cool so he's russell wilson And we've kind of seen how that worked out. But Russell Wilson's been a thick body quarterback the whole time. He didn't come in 200 pounds and have to put on 15 or 20 pounds. Like he just was like that. Same thing with like a guy like Baker Mayfield. Drew Brees wasn't a big body, but he just was able to manipulate the pocket. But he was one of one. Michael Vick was 6'1, 210, 215, listed as 6'1. But yeah. he also ran like a four three forty, yeah. And he had an offense that allowed for that kind of spread thing. But even he missed a lot of games with broken body parts, twisted ankles, hamstring pulls, and it ultimately like slowed down his career more than a prison term then. Because his prison term is in his prime. We basically got two years where he didn't get tackled. He's right, football in prison with all the inmates, and he was quarterback for both sides. Obviously, like mm-hmm. challenging. Mm-hmm. So CJ Stroud say he got an 18 on his test really. Okay, cool. If you look at his tape and excuse me, I got a hiccup. In college did the tape change because Dan Olasky said something he was on, whose show was he on? He was on a podcast. I think he was on a podcast with I think he was on Pat McAfee. And he said that Levis jumped Richardson based off the tape. So I'm like, okay, did the tape change? Like if you looked at the tape in the first week of March, or you looked at the tape the week of the Super Bowl before the combine, before anybody rise up, and Richardson was sixth or seventh quarterback maybe, and then you saw the combine, and then you try to match it to the tape, you're fooling yourself. Because the combine, he's running around his shorts. You know, what? his pro day, he hit the ceiling of the indoor facility. What does that show? That he has a strong arm or that he's not accurate?
2: Or both?
0: Does it show he should be playing receiver?
1: <laughs> it shows that it's like you, you, you're not accurate. You're just out here, you know, running through this script. And it's cool. I get it. You're not supposed to be perfect. Will Levis had 19 touchdowns and 12 picks. A lot of turnovers, not good throws. What on his film changed that put him put him above Anthony Richardson? Well, I told you, nothing
0: on his film changed. What changed was Peyton Manning put the blessing out there. You know what I'm saying? And once you got the Manning blessing, you are a made man. Cool.
1: The Manning's not going to cut me... Twenty-four million of his guaranteed thirty million. I got to give him if I draft him in the top three or four. This is true.
2: So Peyton
1: and Eli can be in the basement every Monday night with Travis Kelsey and Dana White and Michael Jordan, all these guys coming in on Zoom and Kevin Hart cracking jokes. But if Will Levis goes out there and that trade up from three to four to get him, and on the first play of his career he throw a pick like Sam Darnold, now I'm stuck. You you
0: ever um, you ever heard a rumor that pissed you off?
1: I don't like right now. I know it's all conjecture, I know it's all smoke and mirrors. My thing is, like, the the pundits who are doing the analysis, what they're coming up with, pisses me off the most. It's not even yeah. a get off my chest kind of thing, but it's like, like I said, what about the film that CJ Stroud gave you makes you think he should go 11 versus yeah. what Anthony Richardson gave you that says he should go one, two, or three? Right. With people trading up from their position to get him. So giving up draft capital to get him. Giving up draft capital in Carolina to get Bryce showing To include a wide receiver. They probably could have given up. They probably could have given up one of their running backs in Chicago would have taken that deal. Yeah, it'd
0: probably be nice for, you know, uh a young receiver to have DJ Moore, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I and mean, the lookup would be like two down there somewhere like he did – against when PJ Walker threw the 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 uh, should have been the game winning touchdown but the game tying touchdown against Atlanta with no time left is like well more's down there somewhere I'm just gonna let it fly like Bryce Young doesn't have that now.
0: Well I gotta tell you I gotta tell you about the rumor that got me pissed off. Let's hear it. So I mentioned Aaron Becker earlier. Obviously I don't know Aaron Becker. I'm not very familiar with his work. But he brought up why don't the ravens try to get malik cunningham quarterback from louisville who broke lamar jackson's total touchdown record at louisville and i don't know if that was a troll attempt or you know cuz it worked cuz i got pissed off so so if he was trying to troll it worked but you know it, i just thought that was lazy you know he just happened to go to the same school as lamar you know he broke lamar's td record so i guess like that could be cute from a petty standpoint you know, but... I mean, you're
1: already being petty. Might as well go full Petty LaBelle. Yeah,
0: there you go. And, and, you know, but I just thought that that was just one of those things to... You just throw that in there to bring interest to your story, maybe, you know, like...
1: And I think a lot of it is because, for instance, if if you are a reporter and the equipment guy tells you that he saw... Um... He saw Will Levis talking to Mike Vrabel in the hallway and they seem to be getting along. Right. And you write a story that says, hey, I got a source that says Vrabel really likes Will Levis. Is it over for Tannehill? That's that's according to the parameters established by the the sports media world. That's sufficient enough sourcing to substantiate your story.
2: Granted, right. there's still
1: real facts in it. It's just that they shook hands in the hallway, or Mike Vrabel was really impressed with uh, I hate the NBA Levis's so much arm.
0: Sometimes. I hate the NBA so much sometimes. <laughs> I hate when dudes go to the hole, throw their arms up, and they're like, Hey, and the ref blows the whistle. Like, you ain't yeah. seen no foul right there. I've never
1: know? done that all my years of playing basketball, just throwing my hands up. You know, with but uh, on the
0: bench. Well, they just just rest. Just rest. No, no files or anything like that. But yeah. but yeah, like um, you know, I just thought that was one of those things. Then I heard, you know, since you brought up CJ Stroud, this one was from Matt Johnson again from sports knot. Uh CJ Stroud to the Lions. And then the Lions picking up Quentin Johnson later in the first round to replace Jameson Williams, who was a dumbass and just got suspended.
1: Come on man how that's gonna happen
0: i don't know it don't make sense to me but i guess that's why these are rumors you know like I mean,
1: what did jared golf not do like what what
0: did what did jared well, Goff season jared,
1: say? we need to replace this guy
0: well we talk about this all the time Jared golf is a victim of the dreaded narrative you know what i mean like it, he didn't win a super bowl with the rams with sean McVay. they got rid of him You know Stafford came in; they won a Super Bowl. So now he's been.
1: Stafford was throwing them softballs all playoff long, and he threw two picks in the Super Bowl and got bailed out by bad.
0: But it's all about wins and losses. It's all. I won 750
1: bucks in the Super Bowl squares when they won, but still, it's
0: it's all about wins and losses. But like I said, it's narrative. Remember we talked about Steph the other day. You know where we were talking about how, you know, or people have like this and this on. I don't know what the word is, but basically they have this narrative of him not being a playoff performer or not being a finals performer because, like, they said Delavadova shut him down shots. for a game. What? Well, yeah, he well, it's doesn't not have even any that clutch. But, but like that first that first finals against Cleveland, there was the Della Vadova game, you know, where he had to go to the hospital because he was so tired from chasing Steph around. Yeah, and everybody and everybody uh, said uh,
1: an athlete in his prime nearly died from chasing this guy around. Yeah, so he never. Steph's a star. He just doesn't have any clutch moments.
0: And everybody said that like Steph had this like bad game, so that turned into Steph can't perform in the finals, which turned into Igudala won Finals MVP, which turned into Steph just won his first Finals MVP this past season. So that is narrative, you know. So Jared Goff has that narrative because Big Bay is Das Wonder Kid of offenses, and they yeah, didn't but win but the as Super Bowl far as Jared,
1: Jared Goff. Jared Goff's performance, if you look at the numbers, were. In line with your other top quarterbacks in NFC, yeah, oh, the They're on the verge of like they're on the verge of turning a corner in a division that just lost Rodgers because you know we'll talk about might lose Kirk Cousins or quick hits. Kirk Cousins is people are falling out of love with him. Except for you me. Know, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's I I take him over Lamar Jackson. Hollywood. You know
0: what I always say? KC eight greater than RG3. So
1: then so then you have Justin Fields, and yes, they have some draft capital in Chicago, but this is probably his first year with the real wide receiver core. Now we gotta right. see if the coach Matt Eberflus, do, do you have a plan? Like, is your offensive structure built for Claypool, Moore, and Mooney to shine with the arm talent of Justin Fields? So Jared Goff is in the position to where if they don't even look at quarterbacks, he knows that the team has ultimate confidence in him. They can bolster their potential NFC North championship run because Contrary to popular belief, everyone talks about a Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Every team's primary milestone is to win their division. Winning your division, you are guaranteed at least one home playoff game. So that's your – like because people say, we want to make the playoffs. Well, you can make the playoffs a lot, the Chargers, and still have to travel to Florida for your playoff game. So winning your division guarantees you – you get a home playoff game. Granted, if you get number one overall, see you get a bye, but not having to travel in an intense week where everyone has to be focused. So, the Detroit Lions are in prime position to win their division without messing with the psyche of your quarterback. If you got Chase Daniel still up there as the backup, or the Hoyer or Mike Glennon with the neck, get you one of those guys in there as a backup. And if you know, golf goes down. You got a capable backup or you get a six round quarterback or something like that. You don't trade up and get a guy. And as soon as you just go one and two or Jared Goff has a bad half and people call for CJ Stroud and then you throw him in there, it doesn't work. You got to take him out. I la what they did with Tua and Fitzpatrick It's like it did. It, did, it doesn't work. So the line, that rumor that CJ Strauss is gonna fall to the Lions. If I'm the Lions and CJ Strauss is available in my spot, I'm on the phone. And with everybody, yo, Tennessee, what you need. I might even like, call Baltimore,
0: like, yo, y'all gonna sign Lamar. What? what?
1: Hell, like, I might call <laughs> I might call the Rams and say, like, yo, y'all trying to come off Aaron Donald?
0: Yeah, you need something for the future.
1: Come on, send Aaron, send Aaron this way, whatever. I mean, like granted, that's a, ridiculous hey call tampa call tampa devin white he asked for a trade devin white uh can i get a eagles who you got who you got available i know you like signing linebackers
0: so speaking of the eagles that was another funny rumor was that allegedly so so you know there's this thing we talk about the devaluing of the running back and you know um Allegedly, you don't draft running backs in the first 10 no more, you know, all that stuff like that. So, but word on the street is NFL teams everywhere are panicking at the thought of the Eagles taking B. John Robinson. But, you know, but what I thought was funny was I got to read this one because I had to write this one down because I wasn't going to remember all this. But all right. so, so Dalvin Cook is projected to cost about 14.1 million against the cap this season.
1: If they
0: I'm this down, yeah, so 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 14.1 million against the cap. If they release him, they could save about 5.9 million, or if they trade him before June 1st, they can save 7.9 million. And the team in mind is the Cincinnati Bengals because they may need to replace Joe Bixon. So, if that were to happen, if Cincinnati were to get their hands on uh Dalvin Cook, then I would probably pretty much say, yo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, AFC Championship game part two, run it back.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's easy to say, but... They did lose Jesse Bates to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Easy to say. Uh, then you have – you just have, like, I think Buffalo is still good. I think the Derrick Henry – I saw a rumor Derrick Henry on draft day to the Eagles.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I saw that move potentially. I think that's a good move. I still think Buffalo should be in to fourth-round pick dangling at Tennessee. Like, listen – We'll give you a third and a fourth for Derrick Henry because whatever player you get in the third round in this draft, historically, you can get an undrafted player of equal
2: talent. Yeah.
1: it's The Hall of Fame is probably 340 or 350 guys. I think nearly half of them are late round undrafted players historically. So my third-round linebacker I get out of Oregon State and the undrafted guy I get out of San Diego State. If you grade them out in practice on a scale of 1 to 100, I'm probably going to get 60 to 65 out of both of them. Right. So I can take that third-round pick, send it to – like Buffalo could send a third and a sixth to Tennessee this year, maybe a fourth next year. And Get Derrick Henry. Because, <coughs> like I said, your third, fourth, and sixth round picks are gonna be pretty much on par with because you're gonna get you're gonna get a special teams player. You have all the wide receivers you need defensively, you're solid. You got Von Miller coming back, you're locked in at quarterback, your offensive line solid, you're locked in at tight end. It's like you don't even really need to pay attention to the draft because. You got agents that are going to get you linebackers. They're going to get you special teams guys in these late five, six, seventh undrafted rounds. Yeah. So I say, listen, I'm going to take these three assets, 2023 draft and 2024, send it to Tennessee. Shoot me Derek Henry. see he was
0: popping. Oh, my God. It's... Oh, sorry. 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 I just the whole little celebration thing, you know, like the. Oh, the arm thing, yeah. Was, why ain't nobody original? Like, why are everybody just doing the same damn thing? Like, oh, so who did it? Is it Schroeder? No, LeBron the... did it, you know. Remember but it? uh, Ooh. you know, no, nah, that's like uh, you know, I don't know where this started, but you know, my son, you know, he got the high school basketball thing going on, he plays some AAU, and like, literally, like, every team in his league when they hit a three, you know, everybody just goes blue. It's just like y'all so corny man. Like you just like somebody get your own shit. Like just be original. Like just listen, get... man. As long as,
1: as long as it's authentic to you. No, nah, that, that shit ain't authentic, gonna, authentic to nobody. That shit
0: ain't do authentic. It again, come it. on, LeBron. That shit ain't authentic to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, it's about that time of the show. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know who going first, but it's time to get something off our chest. So who going first?
1: You got it, man. I've been I've been feeling pretty good about sports, you know. All I'm right, have my complaints, but not the crazy. Oh, so I, so I can have another twofer? Yo, go for it.
0: All right, yeah. All right, so I got so I got prepared for another two today. five moment. Yes, but one I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit y'all ill this time. One good and one bad. So you know, saying we gonna start off good because I want to end with the bad. You know, so so the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> 16. Shout out to Major
1: League Baseball. Y'all exciting this year. We like it.
0: Yo, 16 and 7. You know, seven straight wins. Soul possession of first place entering today. So, ref, you know, I had to look back at this, right, because we've been talking about the Pirates, and, you know, we were talking about, like, yo, when's the last time the Pirates were even good? So they actually made the playoffs three consecutive seasons, 2013, 14, and 15, right? But as I was digging, it got real ugly, because out of the 134 seasons of the Pittsburgh Pirates, they've made the playoffs 17 times, (laughs) they so when they did the restructure
1: 117 times they didn't make the playoffs i know baseball is tough to get in
0: but 117
1: times shout out to pittsburgh man turn it around
0: so of course they did the restructures of the divisions in 1994 you know so the pittsburgh pirates have never won the nl central it's twenty years. <laughs> That's like thirty, actually. That thirty next, years. Oh, year, no, yeah. So, so over thirty years. Yeah. So their last division title, just in case you were wondering, was nineteen ninety two. When they, when they were the still when NFL. they were still in the NL East, they were still in the NL East at the time. So, like I said, they haven't made the playoffs since twenty fifteen.
1: That's when Seth so, Green scored from like second.
0: So, unfortunately, unfortunately javante tank davis is the only thing that i get to brag about from baltimore these days because the pirates last won the world series in 1979 by beating my orioles
1: shut up the Camden yards
0: you know so i know that this may not last but while it's here i'm gonna appreciate the pirates you know because they don't play in new york they don't play in la blah 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 it's still a good story and by the way, city.
1: I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a hype it every time. It's a dope city. I say know, check it
0: out. And, and how disrespectful that how disrespectful am I that I did my get it off my chest about the Pittsburgh Pirates when the Tampa Bay Rays are 19 and three. How about that?
1: <laughs> They'll be all right. They've been good for a while.
0: All right. So my second get it off my chest. So Colorado had their spring football game the other day. They had fans there to the tune of over 47,000 people. So just like Columbus, people in Boulder don't have a life, you know, but this is – you can even get high in Boulder. But anyway, so Colorado's two leading receivers decided that they were going to leave and join the transfer portal after the spring game. You know, uh, one of those receivers – Hold on, give me a second. I'm scrolling here because I always mess up his name and I want to get his name right. But overall, 13 players have entered the portal, you know, this weekend from Colorado. So, you know, how yucky and ignorant is that, first of all? But um, here we go. Montana Lemonius Craig, you know, he, he was their leading receiver in 2022. And in the spring game this weekend, that is the he, blackest thing I've ever heard.
1: That's he had Draymond Green.
0: He had 168 receiving yards with two touchdowns in the game. So what caught my attention about that was not that these players decided to leave Colorado. It was not that this player dominated the spring game and then decided to leave Colorado. It was the response of one. All right, help me out here, ref. Shadir. Shadir. Dear Sanders Dion's son, the star quarterback who came from Jackson State with him and apparently is a Heisman candidate already. I don't know how, but there you go he his Bluey response luggage. to this his response to this was you know some people just got a crookedness about them and I'm like, hold up, your daddy is the biggest con man there is first of all, and I don't even that's mean that my favorite a, player yeah, I don't even mean that in a negative way, but it just is what it is. You know what I mean? Who showed up in Boulder and Colorado didn't even have his money yet and he went up in the room and told everybody, y'all need to hit the portal because I'm bringing my Louie with me.
1: I'm bringing my luggage and his Louie. Go ahead, hop up in the portal.
0: Now these dudes are hopping up in the portal. Ain't nothing crooked about it. This is the game. This is what your daddy created. This is what your daddy said. Now, the only reason you upset is because the lead and receiver is leaving, you know, and one of the top running backs is leaving, and y'all done lost about, I think it was seven offensive linemen and eight defensive linemen that I saw. So that's why you're upset because y'all losing depth and y'all losing pieces because, granted, the team went 1-11 last year. But, hey, that's still experience, you know. So, Shadir, focus on who's there and tell your daddy to not write those checks with his mouth that his ass can't
2: cash.
1: He better go he better go at least eight and four this year.
0: Better at least go eight and four. I got him at five and seven. But, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, and we'll we'll get back into these college football previews as we get closer to June, July and all that. We'll get you some division winners. But that just stood out to me. You know, it was a slow news week as far as things that pissed me off. And we already talked yeah. about a lot of things that pissed me off. So I just figured, you know, I just topped it yeah. off with
2: one. Yeah, thing
1: the NBA playoffs on. are, are they intriguing? Uh, I got, a, I got a text from my sports advisor, my pops. And he's like, what's up with all these guys, you know, not playing and getting injured? I was like, a lot of these guys are probably like, yo, I got my money. And we don't, we're not going to win. Like, is Kawhi like I don't know? I don't want to talk about someone's injuries, but if Kawhi is say he's seventy percent and it just yeah. hurt, it's not like a strain or it's not a tear. It just it just hurts. My knee hurts, and I think rest will help me. Um, but he's like, is this team built to go past the Western Conference Finals? No, then why? Well, I already got paid. I'm gonna sit. Well, that's like, why like, it was funny.
0: I was I was listening to Doc Rivers the other day. He was talking about how um, how the Clippers couldn't get along, you know, back when they had Lob City and everything, they couldn't get along. And then I watched the video with uh, J.J. Redick and Jamal Murray or not Jamal Murray. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jamal Crawford. You know, they were talking about how, you know, Doc, you know, you were the GM. You were the coach like. You're supposed to manage these personalities. So if we ain't getting along, that's a reflection of you. But then he says something that pissed me off. So I was with him right there because you know I ain't a big fan of Glenn to begin with. But yeah. So, 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 you know, so I was with him. And then they went on to talk about how Doc didn't believe in them and like, you're our coach. You're supposed to believe in us, you know. And I'm like, yo, Just Most believe of in yourself most of most of the motivation in sports comes from somebody not believing in you. like so if you got it in your own locker room, I would think that would be like the ultimate motivation. but I told you I was two five. I was one of the dudes, one of the few people that never thought that Lob City was a contender anyway. I don't know why people thought this team could win an NBA championship, but they did. I
1: think because if you if you looked at how they were constructed. Um, they had shooters off the bench. So their sixth man was a score. JJ Redick was a score. Jamal Crawford was a good score. Uh DeAndre and Blake were athletically gifted enough to be defensively viable. And then Chris Paul just is a is just a good leader. You know yeah, but I mean? like
2: but like
0: DeAndre Jordan wasn't getting no bucket without a lob and like Blake Griffin didn't develop thing. that jumper yet. He didn't have that jumper yet.
1: I, but I think, like I said, I think athletically they were enough to be. They were enough to deter the other team from getting twenty to 40, 20 to thirty points, just defensively, just being you, there, just being athletic. And you know and who they, used to own able them? to get you and able to get you twenty five to thirty points between the two of them on the other. And you
0: team. know, and you know who used to own them—the old ass Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies that couldn't score.
1: Cause they just muscled them with uh, a <laughs> brother,
0: yeah and, and zebo uh,
1: zebo somebody showed me a magazine back in spain down and i'm like is this you i'm like no that's zach randolph <laughs> i am not six foot ten that's hilarious because <laughs> i always
0: thought you looked like michael strahan <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I used to get, I used to get, hey, don't make me throw a poll
0: up on Twitter.
1: <laughs> yo, I used to get, like I said, I got Zach Randolph was one uh, when I was slim back in the day. And he's, I see, I'm always a hat guy. People were like, yo, you look like fabulous. I'm like, don't tell me that. Like, that's, that's, no, I look like me.
0: No, I used to have I, the, I used to, I, used to, I used to
1: hang out with a guy who used to tell women he was fabulous. He was light skinned. He wouldn't, he didn't look like fabulous at all. No, I used, to I used to have, to have the worst. used like, when he did it. So when people came up to me and said, yo, I'm like, no, don't I, lock I, me in with him.
0: Yeah, I used to have the worst. Like, apparently at some point in my life, I went through a phase where I morphed from Scottie Pippen to Nas. And then, you, you know, like, Nas. and then now, now that I ain't got no damn hair, you know, I've been getting Marcus Houston lately, but you I don't look know how. like
1: Kenny Smith.
0: <laughs> I look like the Jet, bro. You look <laughs> like the Jet. But yo, but yo, man, don't be, and fix your, hey, fix your jerseys. Don't be calling me Marcus Houston though, because I know my wife is younger than me, but she ain't that much damn younger than me. Yo, you
1: look like the Kenny the Jet Smith. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tag him in Twitter. Like <laughs> yeah. taxes podcast, you just gotta take the hat off and show the head.
2: No, man, no, if we put, man. Yo,
1: we, if we put that poll up today,
0: I'm telling you, come I on, look Chuck.
1: Chuck, yo, hey, don't make, me get
0: a, don't make me get a screen back here. You know what I'm saying? Run up to the screen. <laughs> yo, me, yeah, dude, all you got to do is be
1: bowlegged when you do it. Just run up there like that.
0: See, I can't even act that out. Wow. I can't even act that out. Yo,
1: his bowleggedness is like how you win a championship running like that. Yeah. Because I'm from New York. I'm a point guard.
0: I know. Shout out to Kenny Anderson, my favorite New York point guard.
1: Shout out to God, Shab God, Sebastian Telfair. Those are my dudes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I already did that. <laughs> you always walling at the end of the episodes, bro.
1: Yo, this like, listen. Everybody has these podcasts, and some people are doing on the front end. We doing on the back end.
0: I know. I mean, you know oh, stage. oh, and by the way, you know, shout out to uh, Matt Barnes. You know, because people be making these predictions. And remember, he told us something—well, not us directly, but you know, he told America something along the lines of, "Once these details about Ime Udoka come out, he ain't gonna never get a head coaching job again." And I am here to let you know that he is the new head coach of the Houston Rockets. Yeah, so
1: don't shout get out him and James new Harden York together. <laughs> yeah, don't don't leave Harden in Philly. Shout out to New York Jets. I'm gonna go check out a couple of games with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, just keep them prices reasonable because... Ooh. Oh, He's hold up. On hold
2: the up, game. hold
0: up. I got I got one more corny thing real quick. All right. So, if Anthony Davis is street clothes, Kawhi Leonard is lounge wearer. There you have it.
1: And with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> shout out, you know where to find us, you know where to follow us, you know where we are. Uh, like I said, you know, we could pop, pull it back up
0: on the screen. Like us, subscribe, review us. It's free. And you know why you should like us? Because we love you. And we out.
1: We out, America.
0: Peace. Yes. Thank you for listening to Sports Reports Resorted. See you on Thursday.